son of the Holy Spirit. You just heard the beautiful story about the blind man. It's a very beautiful dialogue between this man here. And it's a story that all of us will love. And also today, the last Sunday of the Great Lent, because next Sunday will be Palm Sunday, the entrance for Lord God's Christ into Jerusalem. I want to focus today with you about one thing. The most amazing confession you can find. This man here actually was blind. And the focus actually in the theme of the last two days about one thing. Yesterday we read the story of the Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus. And today we read the story also the blind man. Most of them they were blind. But the secret in their life is one thing. How the Lord God opened their eyes. And I hope all of us could during this holy this week, before we started the Holy Week, tell him, God, I want you to open my eyes. All of us who have an eyes, but not all of us who have a spiritual eye. A spiritual eye that you can love the one you cannot love. A spiritual eyes you go beyond anyone. So I want to focus today with you on the amazing confession. Especially his amazing and beautiful confession comes in very simple sentence. He said, I was blind and now I can see. That's an amazing confession. Even if somebody not Christian become a Christian, you ask him, what's your confession? He will tell you, I was blind and now I can see. What an amazing confession by this man here, how he, uh, the Lord God. But how this happened actually, how he reached the point that he is willing to confess Christ. How you and I right now, especially in our life right now, how can I confess Christ before the society and even how I can confess Christ before the authority. This is not going to come kind of easily, but the number one actually, you have to have, you have to transform, you have to change. Especially our Lord God Jesus Christ said in John chapter 8, verse 12, he said, I am the light of the world. He who believes, who, who follow me, shall not walk in darkness. So our Lord God Jesus Christ, he's the light, he's the light. If you follow him, you are not going to walk in darkness. If you follow him truly, you will change truly. For this man actually came was basically desperate for Christ. He was blind. And the Lord God actually made a clay, a clay, and put it in his eyes, and he told him, go and wash. Honestly, when you think about it a little bit, how can he put a clay? The clay might even make my eyes even more blind. But yet, he obeyed the Lord, and he followed. And the Lord asked him to go out and wash. And uh, in verse 7, he said to him, Go and wash, and once you wash, actually, you will be healed. Verse 7, he said to him, Go, wash in the pool of Salome, which is translated sin. So he went, washed, and came back seeing. Three things happened here before he started confessing Christ to others. Before witnessing Christ to others. Number one, he told him, Go and wash. Go means take an action. The first step the Lord had him to go. Take an action. It's like the prodigal son, actually. How he took an action. He went and uh, went to his father. Take an action. I feel that all of us, especially this beautiful message, directing all of us, you know, before the start of the Holy Week, try to take an action to see your father of confession. Try to take confession. Go and change your life. Try to meet, to, try to actually to do what you cannot do. Let the Christ open your eyes. Number one, he told him, go. Number two, actually wash. 
Watch the symbol of repentance. Watch the symbol of repentance. There are so many beautiful stories in the book of the in the in the book of Revelation, Revelation chapter seven, verse thirteen and fourteen. He said, "I saw a great multitude coming," and I asked Saint John was asking, "Who are those great multitude coming from?" And those actually came, washed their clothes in the lamb, and also they made it white. For you and I, we need to learn how to wash. Number one, he went. Number two, he washed. Number three, he came back seeing. Came back seeing, I want you to imagine somebody blind and his eyes is open. That means his life style changed completely. He become a new person. He can see things different. He can look things different. He can distinguish between what's right and wrong. He can, when he eats something, even as a blind man, instead of basically trying to reach whatever he's gonna eat, right now he can make a distinguish. For this man actually three steps happen in him before he start confessing Christ. Number one, he went. He made an action. Number two, he washed, confessed. Number three, actually, his lifestyle it changed. And the Bible mentioned he came back seeing. He came back seeing. I want to focus today, actually, on two important points. How this man here, I call it the amazing confession. Especially, number one, he confessed Christ before, other, before the sight around him. In verse 8, actually, when you go to verse 8, and he said, the neighbor, Therefore, the neighbors and those who previously had seen that he was blind and he started seeing. Some said this is, him, this, this is other. Said he is like him and he said, I am he. I am he. Therefore, they said to him, how your eyes were open, and he started to explain to them how his eyes were. Number one, actually, as soon as his eyes were open, his neighbors saw him and tell him how, how your eyes were open. And they were actually down, are you sure, are you the one? He could face Christ in the front of them and said, I am, I am. This is a beautiful confession. I call it when you confess Christ before the neighbors or before others, he's confessing Christ before the society around us, before everybody around him, he said, I am. I am the one actually I was blind and I can see. And our Lord Savior Jesus Christ said, if you confess me before man, my father will confess you also before. I will confess you before my father who is in heaven. But the number one I love about this man here with his amazing confession, how he really confessed Christ before his neighbors. The neighbors here is a symbol of society around us. I think all of us, there will be a time right now coming, especially Christian teaching is under attack. There will be a time we have to be blind. We have to be actually confessing Christ before others. He really plainly said, I am the one. I am the one. And he started to explain, explain to them how he confessed Christ before others. Number two, actually, which is in verse 24 and 33. Verse 24 and 33, it's a beautiful argument between him and the Pharisees, which I call it actually confessed Christ not only before his neighbors, but he also confessed Christ before the society, before his authority. The Pharisees represented the authority, the neighbor represented the people around him. And look what happened actually when you go to verse 24, and it's here this beautiful, amazing argument that between him and the Pharisees. And he really was very strong about his case. I feel he was building a strong case about who Christ is. Not only that, he had a strong argument about Christ is the Messiah, he's the one who opened my eyes. And he held a strong conviction. 
a strong conviction that, you know what? Don't argue with me. He's the one who opened my eyes. And not only that, I felt strongly that he become a theologian. He become a theologian. Just only because he changed, his eyes were open. Let me read for you the beautiful argument between him and the Pharisees. So they, they again called him. They called their mind to him, who is blind, and said to him, Give God the glory. We know that this man, we know, we know that this man, I will, it's okay. It's been going out. We know that this man uh, is a sinner. I love his beautiful answer. Very blunt, very straightforward. He said to them, whether he's a sinner or not, I do not know. One thing I know, that I was blind and now I can see. He tried actually, they tried to actually judge Christ himself. Tell him, why are you judging him? Why are you judging him? The bottom line is one thing. I was blind and now I can see. So they answered and they, so they, again, they, they, called, uh, they, they said to him, he answered to them, I told you already, you did not believe, you did not listen. Why do you want, why do you want, I told you again already, why do you want to actually not to listen? Why do you want to hear me? Do you want to be, become his disciple? They, said, they revealed him and said to him, you are a disciple, but we are the disciple of Moses. Actually, what happened here, actually, tried to explain to them, by the way, I'm confessing Christ before you. And they started actually, yet he stood to his faith. Yet he really confessed Christ. Yet he started building an argument. He is the Messiah. He is a, a, he's a savior. Not only that, they said, we know that God spoke to Moses. For, he, for, uh, for this fellow, we do not know where he is from. The man answered and said to them, why this is marvelous things that you do not know where, uh, where it's from. Yet he opened my eyes. He's trying to convince them, you know what? He's the one who opened my eyes. Now we know that God does not listen to the sinners. But if anyone is worshiping of God and he does, not, he does his will and he hear him, they start actually convincing them and become a theologian. Look, we know God. God does not listen to so This man is a righteous person. He listened to him. I love this beautiful man here, his amazing confession. Number one, the way he confessed Christ before his neighbors or before the people around him. Number two, he confessed Christ before the Pharisees and also before his authority, the authorities. And I think it's really a good message for all of us today. How we really actually revealing Christ to others. How we talk to Christ about others. Sometimes right now all of us who are afraid to speak about Christ. We live in a very tough society right now. If you say the truth about Christ, you would be called the prejudice. But I love this man here actually. He's a strong conviction about one thing only. He said, I was blind and now I can see. I love his amazing confession that really, you know what? This man is changing me. But therefore, you know what? He must be the Christ. In the end of the story, actually, our Lord God Savage Christ saw him again and he actually revealed himself to him and told him, I am the Christ, I am the Messiah. He worship Christ and follow him. And worship Christ and follow him. It's a beautiful story, the story of the blind man. They teach us, you know what? All of us, in order for me and you to confess Christ as the Savior, to confess Christ as the Messiah, number one, we need to open our eyes. 
We need Christ to open our eyes. We need the spiritual enlightenment so that I can, uh, I can see Christ. I can see that he's the Messiah. All of us, a week from today on Good Friday, we're gonna look at the crucified Christ and we see he's, he's on the cross suffering, but yet we call him one thing, he's my savior. He's my good savior. But let's all of us today during the liturgy tell him, God, come open my eyes. Help me to see things different and help me to confess you before others. And even if it comes before authority, I will do that and glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.